you have anything, any burning things that you're thinking about? Any kind of topics you want to bring? Uh, anything happening in entertainment that you care about? Man, ever since you've been in a relationship, you're like, no, I'm just like, I'm just happy. Yeah. You guys I got- think about like contentment. <laughs> you just think about how like you wake up and you're happy and yeah. you go <laughs> to cool. sleep and you're, you're happy like, hey, as well. <laughs> Did you see the news? <gasps> They're still doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a nice flower. <laughs> I uh, I was outside. We had a picnic. Have you ever been outside? It's <laughs> really wow. nice out there. I like to touch real rocks. For now. Slowly the temperatures. We're right at that sweet spot where it's getting warmer and it's like, ooh, nice. I was a little chilly. Yeah. <laughs> Until now. And then our skin's going to be melting off and water's going to be worth $100. Oh, I thought you were talking metaphorically about the space you are in your relationship. Like, no, the point, no. Like, oh, we I, were I chilly and now that. we're warm and now our skin is fucking melting nah, off. And I... <laughs> It is uncomfortable to be near <laughs> you. Yeah. You know, the three stages. The stages of a relationship. Yep. No, I was going to say, cause like the world, the world's ending and all that. I mean, it'll be fine. We made it this far. Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> we made it this far. It's the opposite. It's very, very, uh, it is that thing. Do like- you fall back on, am I supposed to feel okay that like, it's the growing up thing where though you get an older and you realize there's no, there's no veil between possible and impossible. There's no one watching out to make sure truly everything doesn't fall apart. Like mm-hmm. there's obviously our structures and systems in place, but it's all just a bunch of people who are just, they made shit up and wrote it down and they're yeah. like, I guess we should follow this rule. But like truly what happens when, you know, the fucking moon comes crashing back down to earth. I've been waiting because <laughs> you know how the moon was thrown from Earth. <laughs> oh, you think it's, it's just been on like a really long <laughs> yeah. arc going up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spinning around and eventually it'll that. come back down. It's you don't a hear kind of that. weird like creation myth. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear that all the time? I'm always waiting. You guys don't see that face on the side of the moon? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, grimacing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Is like, are you supposed to then like, do I, do I fall back on what as I've been growing up, have started to think as an infantile or like adolescent view that things will work out in some way. Like things can't get that bad because sure. there's like this will happen or that'll happen. Well, look, or do I just know that we're that we're fucked? It, it makes me realize that gun nuts are right and we're gun correct. This entire this is gun nuts. Yes, yeah. so, like people your that, animes, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not keeping up anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, B- uh, Bako Senshin gun nuts. It's the 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 magical oh. girls. But they turn into trains. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds pretty good, <laughs> man. All right, I watch that. I'm pitching it. Um, like guns, kind of are um, weirdly like power. Like if things fall apart, it's like, oh, what if what if the moon crashes to Earth? It's like, oh, I have the power to to end lives. So I I'm think, sorry. Hold on I a think second. that water belongs right, listen, to me, sir. I was gonna follow you. I was following you. Like, I, all right, yes, power guns. Like, well, it would I don't help think you, it's out that outrageous to say that when society sh- falls apart, that the rule of brutality. I, uh, when society <laughs> falls apart, sure. But what you just again. said was when the moon crashes into the Earth, that the gun would help you. Yeah, I guess. Do you mean true. if you're on like the if other? If we all point at once. <laughs> We all fire. I, I, I see that you mean if the moon hit and then somehow like parts of the world survive. That would be but tight. I just like imagine the world, like the United States gun population and they're all holding fast, firing at the moon. It's like an anime. They're like holding the, holding you, the energy beam back. You know, man, it's like a theme playing. They would never shut up about it. Yeah. Either. If it worked, <laughs> like if they, if that, if that saved us it's all, true. we would hear about it forever. True. There's a school shooting every, it's 20, 2080. There's a school shooting like every 25 minutes and it's like and but the like, moon but we did remember with the moon but the moon remember when we when we shot the moon away 
You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Reasonable Beef. I'm Tim Kish. I'm here with my guy. Dom Ferrer. That's me. Cool. Let's do a cast. We're not doing Lion King this week because um, neither of us wanted to see it. Absolutely. Nah. Really dreaded seeing it. Yeah. Um, so this is M. Night Shyamalan. 2004 horror movie. We decided to revisit it just because significant anniversary. Uh, we absolutely did not. And also, didn't yeah, we didn't see the Lion King. You had some reflection on Lion King. Oh, I went witch. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say, I was calling you a witch. Uh, (laughs) I didn't like what you said. (laughs) Um, I I was going to say, it bums me out. We we should talk a little bit. I I would like to talk a little bit about Lion King, not about the movies we didn't see it. Okay, but like. I've loved The Lion King very, very much. And I did not see this out of some fucking man child right. putting They're my foot down. They're like, the no. movies. Certainly. I don't give a shit. Remake everything. Do it again next year. Yeah. If there's that's another be, Lion King next very year, good. I'm going to see that one because that's that's good. Keep going. But I I, uh, I just flat out wasn't interested. I just like, and that's that's fascinating. There was nothing. That, it, it showed me nothing that made me want to be like, oh, I do. Not It didn't even feel like enough of a beat for beat you know, carbon copy remake thing where I'd be like, well, I do kind of want to just like see, hear the songs again, you mm-hmm. know, and I want to, I want to watch the sequences. I don't care if it's CGI. I'll go. I didn't want to do that. And it really bummed me out. Cause I, I don't remember if I talked about it on the show before, but a couple years ago when John Favreau was making it, I was like, I had a Q and a thing where he was taught, he was kind of talking about all his movies in general. He talked about being bummed out. The Cowboys mm-hmm. and aliens was a flop and which really colored how I'm imagining him. His week has been going, even though it like, you know, Lion King's doing very well financially, obviously, but right. like it's pretty unanimously not enjoyed right now. Well, so that that's that's surprising to me because when Jungle Book came out, I, I thought people had a very similar reaction. Mm. But I guess just because it doesn't have that same kind of cultural capital that Lion King does. But it also at least Jungle Book, you could it was at least there was like a real kid in there and it was like maybe a CGI, why did they do this? But you felt the, Sure. And they did different stuff. Like the the ending was it whatever. Point being, I heard him talk about it and he got me really excited about him doing this because he was, I will say this, for however this movie ended up, I don't think it ended up that way through ignorance or um, lack of understanding what they were up to. Because it seemed very much to me that he was like, listen, I know, you know, we're remaking this movie that was one of the first, it was in the dawn of the VHS rewatch over and over again. Like, this is one of those ones that kids, people who are now, who have kids, watched over and over again. People our age are going to go see it. Like, he's very aware of, like, what he was dealing with in a, in a different way than even, like, a comic book adaptation. I think it's very, it's very, it's a strange one to, like, to touch. You can say that about the, any of the Disney ones, but there's something about Lion King in particular, especially because there's no people in it, that it's like, oh, there's a lot of a lot of expectation here. And yeah, it's, it's very much a cultural event, whereas like Marvel Comics is kind of cultural texture where you're kind of adapting right, some, culture. Some people where it's like, this is just something, this is absolutely is a movie that came out mm-hmm. that everybody enjoyed, and now here's the stick, measure up. Right, exactly. And and I think, I guess what I was getting at was the way he he spoke about what he was doing was he seemed very aware of that fact of you know the responsibility he had and then he was also talking a lot about using the framework of the line what's hamlet or whatever it is and kind of going back further like i remember very vividly he said something something to the tune of i'm i'm going back to larger myths in general in this kind of story about kings and royalty and and you know 
the oldest stories of, of ever told of the prince who runs away and blah, blah, blah. And he, he was like, he seemed like he was excited about it because he was going to take the Disney thing. And I gotta be honest, that sounds like extremely coked up producer. I don't logically. think he's a coked up guy. I don't think he's a. Uh, he, 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 I don't think he's a coked up guy. He's an extremely nervous guy, which is something that I, I, I'm watching uh, his yeah, chef's uh, his chef show on Netflix, and just his energy when he interacts with people, like he's very like. Mm. Um, I, was, I I don't know if it's that he wants you to like him or he wants the people to like him, but he he has this like kind of. Uh, shaky uncertainty to everything that he's saying. Interesting. I, I just think it's just. Like I, never, an I always thought he was. A, I thought he's a very well-spoken person. I've never gotten sure. that. I never. I, mean, no, I haven't like watched a, Chef, but I was going to turn it into a riff, but it turned into a, a, a reflection on John Favreau's man. <laughs> but it's just like it's about gods and kings, and it goes from <laughs> the oldest times. That yeah. said, when he said it, I was like, "Yo, oh, fuck yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like shit, like, like shit." Yeah, yes. make those lines. Like yeah. I don't care. And it bums me out that it wasn't that you know yeah that very unanimously well, i mean we that. haven't seen it we haven't so seen it, it it might be that but, but i will say this there's been no reaction i've seen that has sure. any, it doesn't look like that it's was tepid a, tepid definition of tepid nobody's but, responding that but way. now we're hitting this, this super interesting point Avatar. this has been every single one of these it, they haven't had like the cultural response no certainly like, not let's say okay hate to bring it back to this again the marvel movies have like they're they're not mm-hmm. like in the conversation as much as that kind of right. It's still stuff. a remake. Yeah, it's, no matter it's how just, you look at it, people it's just are like, like, "Oh yeah, that's cool. They remade the thing." No right. one's like, "They got it." And it's funny though that I do like no matter what though, it's still the live action X. Yeah, like no one's talking about even like saying the new beauty. Did you see the new Beauty and the Beast? Like yeah, the, the one that they, like it's it's still so tied to like oh yeah they remade the cartoon and they got as close as they could sure. to what would Belle's dress look like in real life? How, how you fucked know? up is culture that live action is a word that's on like an average American's lips. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's such like a weird corporate word to describe a movie. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's the same thing. Like whenever I hear somebody mention Canon, it's like, what? <laughs> when did you're we just like a normal out? man. What do you, why do you care about Canon? <laughs> you have a, a family. You're a normal man. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. It's just like, I, I guess it's just the, the nerd lens the nerd way to uh, consume all media has become the primary way to consume media where it's just like, Definitely. Oh, what does it mean? Which Definitely. is cool. Which is good that like a lot of people are being more critical about the things that they yeah. watch and, and well, they kind of have to be because there's so fucking much shit. You can't just like let it that, wash yeah, over right. you. That's true. You have That's to be, you literally need to be discerning in order to engage. It in is interesting. Of- and I do, it's, it's, it's the the same reason I graduated from film school with a thousand people, yeah, who are not all thousand of us are, are right. I'm, I'm not doing anything like you, you know what I mean. Like sure. movies and in general, I guess the pop culture thing in general, like in our lifetime, has become a bigger, louder, like ever. I don't know. Like I think even even you could probably trace it back to it's it's Star Wars or Jaws or whatever those first you know true. Mm-hmm wreck the world movies and fandom starting and then you know tv shows being a thing that then people were like true fans of and there was lore and fuck i don't know this is i guess i'm saying like the 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 fact that people say things like live action and care about canon is because we've had now yeah, five, six decades of... Yeah, I guess it's of, kind of been creeping in. Yeah, like that kind of the larger story stuff creeping into everybody's life yeah. in like a true way where people are talking about it at dinner and before it would be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, Dad, what do you, what do you think... Uh, no. What do you think's going to happen in phase two? It's like, I have work, son. <laughs>
who told you about phase <laughs> two. <laughs> anyway, so the 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 reason why we didn't end up seeing the Lion King, I just yeah, negative negative feelings just feel, seems gray, and I think that I just don't really want to go see it. <laughs> there you go. I thought you were gonna make a new point. Yeah, I just think uh, I it's don't not think that good. I have to. And you. So can't instead, make me. what did we do? We sat here alone, here at home, uh-huh, together. alone. But yeah, we weren't together. I mean, we were alone together. Sure. I guess. Damn. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we watched uh, M Night Shyamalan's yeah. fifteen this year. Fifteen year old the 30th, village, July thirtieth. Uh, this is the one. I think this one is interesting and significant. We've covered Shamalama. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite a few times. I hate doing that. It's it's now it is it entirely reflex, but it's just because oh, it's man, one of my least favorite like hack jokes. Yeah, <laughs> but goddamn, it just comes so easily. Um, we've covered him quite a bit. I think this is like his third or fourth movie that we've covered on the show, mm. uh, and this is the one where things fall apart. Like notably, uh, his movie that people uh, start to. Yeah. I guess like where the mockery of him really begins yeah. is this one. I think that's true. Yeah, for sure. Because this is very much... Um, Mockable. Yeah, well, I guess. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it is a bummer, man. I was enjoying it. Sure. Like, it's, it's interesting. Uh, maybe it's not a bummer, but, like, this is probably... This is, you know, kangaroo jack diet, you know, where it was, like, the trailer was so... <laughs> That's a hell of a way to describe this movie. <laughs> this is well, you, diet you, you kangaroo you jack, the village. Um, Yeah, you know... I am Jackie Lee. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so this is the same thing where it was, you know, it's fucking catfish where the trailer is like, it's a horror, it's a thriller horror yeah. movie. And then you watch it and you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really not. I mean, it's creepy. Like this, I think if I, if I started the movie wa- super blind, someone just said, it's an eerie thing. Just put it on. And it's, I said, great. When does it come? An hour and 45 minutes. It's been on Dom. Well, I'm super blind. Right. Apologize. Just like Ivy, I guess. Yeah. That's it. We'll, we'll, we'll get talk, to that we'll talk point. about her varying her, degrees, her, yes, depending on the, the needs of the plot or the scene at that moment. <laughs> um, I wonder if she was asking him too. She's like, should I be more blind? Am I supposed to be like run? I thought I was blind. And he would say, I just need you to run. So yeah. stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like eating a hoagie. <laughs> They're in Philadelphia. He's like, yeah. Yeah, I like to I, think he's just addicted to Wawa hoagies. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, we just got to shoot it in Philly, yeah, no matter what it I is. Was, uh, you know, I was just thinking for this next one, we could probably build it like out in the woods somewhere. But I was thinking right here in this parking lot <laughs> in front of the Wawa. <laughs> I'm like, that's gonna be wildly expensive to just sound wise. And yeah, I, I understand. Sure. Do you, you know, know who I am? Gross? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is where things fall apart. 2004. Uh, Bryce Dallas, notably Bryce Dallas Howard's first sort of breakout role. Um, Joaquin Phoenix, who uh, most notably uh, the Joker is in this <laughs> playing a similar role. Shit. <laughs> he is. It is so easy to make fun of this movie, man. Yeah, it's, it's and incredibly it's, easy. You got to like, I, they're, they're few and far between to be, to be fair. And I know it's not 15 years old. It's a different, it was on a different playground, but like movies that truly take themselves in their premise and the drama and the gravity of their situations this seriously don't happen very much. Right. And I think it's very, it's like a delight when they do. Sure. Cause what we, I feel like the, it's funny. It's like a stage drama. It's like you're watching like someone wrote an old stage drama. Right. And sometimes that worked sometimes it didn't. Sometimes it felt pretentious right. or like, Oh my God, dude. Like you could see the words on the page. Yeah. Sometimes the actors 
felt like they were doing too much. It was too much of a stage thing. Like and, they were just emphasizing the wrong words. I must go to the village. Yeah. It's like, this is... And I pray that I could hope to be praying <laughs> that I might. And thou dost, Lord, uh, yeah. mm. find the creature. It what was just he? him. It was just what's his name who did spoke like that. Yeah. William Hurt. Yeah, General Zod. What's his name? General Thunderbolt Ross. Thunderbolt Ross. Okay, yeah. the cover photo for this episode needs to be <laughs> General the face Zod. that, no, the well, I guess, uh, the face that Thaddeus Ross gives Tony Stark in the bar at the end of Incredible Hulk. <laughs> the drunk, yes. the drunk mustache, red Santa Claus cheeks yep. face. Uh-huh. We know too much about these movies. Exactly. <laughs> um, oh, that one frame? Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, um, 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 yeah, very easy to make fun of, but I like it. Cause I think that what that's a sign of <laughs> is, uh, that M night has a sixth sense <laughs> for, uh, Avatar the last ladies Airbender. in the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Yours was pretty good. <laughs> but, um, I think that he, he's tuned in and it's a thing I do miss. It's a flavor I miss. There's a theatricality to, to older movies. And I, this is why people called him the next Spielberg. Cause he's, it's the same sensibility of like, just being like, like everything that the movie feels, it feels loudly right. and, and just big. And the, you can feel it in the way the camera is or isn't moving. It's not just like, showing it's like no it's this is i'm doing this right i'm making this to you yeah and i don't know what i don't know what that is it's 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 also hard to apply there's obviously like dramas and stuff that have that have pierced that same you know cultural thing that's a it's weird that we're beyond this point where like when was the last you know like you can't handle the truth or any of those monologue yeah like like a monologue movie where it was like the the premise and the big moments that were truly just people in rooms talking or arguing about mm. something. And then it had like the same impact as Cap has yeah, the but hammer it, now. It, where did that go in the mainstream movie? Because that still happens in prestige, like drama, like shit that you're, shit that necessarily the mainstream audience is but not going to But just by that, in. I mean, then it's not happening. Because right. that's what I'm saying is like, when was the last time one of those like breached in some way? Yeah. What was, last, also, what was the last time a drama at all breached in some way? Totally. They always have a flavor now, yes. which is, listen, I'm not complaining because that's, it's very up my well, alley. Is, it flavor, I just, is flavor the right word? It's, it's almost like it's a, premise. like it's, an attribute. Like there is something or yeah. what's the word I'm looking for? It's high concept. I don't know. It's, right. There's like some kind of weird hook. To right. It. There's like a hook. Kind of There's unique. Totally. There's a reason that they're in the room <laughs> talking and that's aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Let me, <laughs> let's, let's, there's gotta be a better word than flavor. What if a uh, thingy, what if it's got like a thing? It's got a thing. Perfect. You making fun of me? No, I was making fun of myself. Stumbling around a concept. Oh, Tim. When will you realize? I'm an intellectual lightweight. What if someone found out, what if you revealed that you've been doing both mine and your voices this on this podcast the whole time? And I the, should win a fucking Emmy. And all the overlap was like, it was just totally scripted. So yeah. anytime you came back and recorded me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the, the funny thing I think about dialogue. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I mean, like if you scripted dialogue in a way that people speak it would be terrible and no one would want to watch right even to a a point even even conversational dialogue right has a playing to the audience sensibility to it it's just when people speak it sucks talking to someone sucks which is why we're always so stricken by someone who formulates thoughts concisely i'll blow my mind fuck what are you doing how do you you have more than 30 words on hand did you write that down yeah we were watching the bachelorette and uh 
The Bachelorette right now, mm-hmm. Hannah B. Okay. She somehow has- Department 23? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, yeah, Hannah Kristen, B in Apartment yeah, 23 yeah, Kristen Ritter show Don't yeah, trust yeah, the B yeah. in Apartment 23 um, She somehow has the power to say Everything that you wish you said in an argument While she's in the argument Damn. Like you know how like when you think back Like oh I should have just stuck it to them like this yeah. She does it all the time It's awesome Cause she's so happy in flight She's just like She's like We're, we're in Greece I'm gonna get greased up And then like Someone says something mean to her And she's like Just like Psychologically What you're doing to me right now Is exactly this And I'll break it down for you And yeah. you're just like Fucking hell It's awesome And um Then likewise Then on the flip side of that There was this guy Who was on recently In the men tell all Who the whole show had been just doing the thing where you jump into a thought before you have it formulated. Right. And you're not speaking concisely, but you're just hoping your brain catches up. And then you could tell that he'd watched the season and knew that that's what he'd done because he was embarrassed of it. Yeah. So then on this like live show where it's him sitting on a couch being asked questions about the season, he took... I'm not, I'm not joking, dude. Like thir- 20 second pauses <laughs> before he would answer. Because he was clearly like, all right, put it together. And then so it would be like this huge pause and he would just be like... No. <laughs> this show would be so much better if we did that and I just edited out the silence. <laughs> we should really start considering don't, don't look at me, considering man. the things that we say. I do like the show is just um we start straight up, standing straight up and down, and we just tilt forward and start walking and we're tipping and we're just kind of running oh, and trying to keep ourselves up yeah. for well, about the, 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Exercise, they say the, the best way to run. Is to, it to yeah, be a controlled kind of fall? Forward. Yes, a controlled fall. That's, That's the reasonable, reasonable beef. beef. A controlled <laughs> fall. <laughs> anyway, what are we fucking talking about? Village. M Night. This is where it, where it lays in his his pantheon. Yeah. Um, I, I, I guess I've touched on that, and I, I haven't really expanded on that point. But this is the one where people generally go, right? Well, what's up with this? Because I think is it. This is also the first one of his. It's not a straightforward horror. Um, there's horror elements yeah. to it, but once the the big twist is revealed, it's kind of just like a general, um, a yeah. general drama, just like a general period yeah. drama. Uh, I guess not period, but I. It makes me. Wi- I- <laughs> I I would have could have should have. It's fifteen years old, mm-hmm. but like, I'm just exclusively for as much as I do really like the texture of the movie, and I and I like the performances, and I like the weird writing. It's short, man. It's an easy. It's a, it was a pretty easy watch. Yeah. Hour forty five. Um, I do. I never like when the thing that you think is the thing isn't. Yeah. And I don't mean that. In like, I hate tricks. <laughs> don't trick me. All right. That's why I always, before I see any movie, I watch the end of it in the theater before and then I sneak over. No, I just mean that I don't like, you know, the monsters aren't monsters. I I never really dig that. It's not fun for me. Yeah, Because there wasn't the threat of like, it's not even like we find out the monsters aren't monsters, but the the people are killing people to keep the fear up. You know what I mean? Like the worst you get of that is it's like that there's no danger. And the rabbits. Yeah. You were doing skinning <laughs> skinning the rabbits too. And he's like, Well, yeah, like we were I mean, we eat rabbits like constantly. So I don't like why you what sad? about what about what about the meat? Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean the we meat? just moved the meat? And the presents and that, the cookies and the, <laughs> and the cookies you, they did leave. You take the bite of the carrot. We would eat them too. <laughs> there was always an elder whose responsibility <laughs> There was always an elder assigned to go outside and bite the carrots to make it look like the reindeer ate them. Oh god. But yeah, it's like I, 
I'm not surprised people had a weird reaction to it because it's also just we we were talking about right when it right when it was over. You know, structurally, when you find out that the monsters aren't monsters, is like there's like 40 minutes of movie yeah. left. Yeah, you're pretty deep into it. And then and then when she's in the woods, you're kind of like, oh, it's just it feels sloppy. It feels like he tripped over himself right there. I don't even think the ending is bad. I don't I don't hate you know she it's it's like a nature preserve or whatever, and the guy's got to get her to met like that's cool. But that there's that weird moment where like they're trying to make you think, all right, well the monsters weren't fake, but maybe there's real monsters because sure. maybe that's that's why they dressed yeah, up they like use, that. They use that as a device just to build the tension for you. That's what I mean. You know, that's what I mean. Is like it, that's it's weird. It's like yeah. cheap. And then they they wrap it up nice and tight with a bow at the end. It's like oh, I die, but we can we can preserve our way of life. And that's nice if all of those at the same like here's what would have worked for me, right? Well, I guess it's been 15 years. I guess the the reveal is that um, the monsters are not real. They are the village elders who are performing as the monsters, right? Me, to try and keep people, which is only like one scene. Yeah. There's one time the monsters are like hanging out in town. Well, that's what I that's what I mean about that. This is not a horror. This right. is like kind of like a weird folklore drama. Um, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, then they sort of quote unquote terrorize the town so people won't leave the forest. The reveal is that they are in modern times, and this forest is like a weird commune. Right. Um, and at the end, there's a monster in the forest because there is uh, seeds planted narratively that there might be real monsters in the forest. But it's revealed that it is in fact uh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, main character's brother. Who is uh, was mentally disabled? Yeah, I, or whatever. No, just, the, just the guy in the village that I guess she's close with, or whoever. Right. Um, and he falls in the hole and dies. And they, and, but she does not understand that that is him, and then thinks that it was one of the the actual right. real monsters. And then they keep the the lie going. One of the ah uh, real monsters. Sure. But none of that, like, none of the texture to that mystery feels cool to me. Uh, spending the time in the village, I, I think it's just very much. It's not a unique texture to this film. It's just like, yeah, what if let's get like an old colonial village uh, uh-huh. little like uh, layer and just put it over the story. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the way. I, right. I like the way that their gross wool sticks to their body. <laughs> but it's not like it's not like a, I'm not a huge Lynch fan, but it's not like they're in this weird village and everyone's like a little offbeat. I mean, we get a small sense of that with um, with Judy Greer's character. But mostly, mm. it's just like this is just kind of a 1800s village, right. and we're gonna hang out here for a little also while. Also, an interesting choice that with all the money in the world to like have this commune and make sure planes don't fly over right. it, that he wouldn't like, you know, to make everything shitty. Why don't we? Yeah, like how about also like some air conditioning? What if things suck? Yeah. What if we're always sick? <laughs> 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 You would think that the, like, if they had the money to do this, you would think that his answer to separating himself from society would be like, we're going to separate ourselves and it's going to rock. We're going to like do whatever we want. Yeah. And it's going to be. Well, but that's the, that, that is the weird underpinning to this whole movie. Cause we, we were saying that like, oh, the, the monsters will never get us because the reason why they, they left society to go build this commune is because they, they were, they were all victims of a violent crime. Mm-hmm. Or like they all have family members who are victims of violent crime and they want to separate from society and make a more peaceful society. But the weird underpinning, there's no black people in this commune <laughs> right. at all. Yeah. And it's like to, to yeah. return to this weird old school <laughs> patriarchal, <Philly>. puritanical <laughs> thing. Yeah, and you're just like this, these, these drug white addicts. Philadelphians who were like, uh, you know what? We got to get out of here. Well, society is just falling apart. We got to get out of here. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. 
that's the movie that is like far more interesting to me but i guess in modern times it's a modern like nobody i mean people were thinking about it back then but it's not something that you would see depicted in it in like a mainstream film you could also i don't think it's on purpose but there's an argument to be made i think it is on purpose but i think it's just it's on purpose as texture to like this is one of those weird puritanical communes but it's not we're not actually commenting on the the homogenous nature of it like the racially homogenous nature of it yeah, and I think it. I think that that works as a texture of like that these people are not, you know, pure. Like they're just, just this in general was never really a pure idea, right? Like I don't think we're ever kind of we're not really ever supposed to think that. You know what I mean? I don't know if you were ever supposed to even by the end of it be like, oh, I think they're right. You know, I think that sure, but I think that they they take pains to establish the ethics of the village elders and that they're not like. Yeah. The guy saying that we need to save these lives. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. We care. We genuinely care about all these people. It's not like, uh, it's not nakedly a weird power thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're not just like trying to reshape right. society and their no, image. They just want everybody. They really to... genuinely want the best for their family and their family units. And it is interesting. I mean, the movie opens with, you know, like a funeral, like they lose their kid or right. whatever. Like a little, a little boy dies. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing of him being like, I tried to run from sorrow, but it finds you, you know, it finds you anywhere. Right. It's cool. It's a cool lesson. Like we tried to, but it's also, it's, it's fascinating that they're like, we were victims of violent crimes. Um, I know what will probably be make a good society is if there are, well, everyone is always <laughs> afraid of monsters eating them. <laughs> well, that's, of, there's of, the of, one weirdo who's just like, uh, what if there were porcupine cultists? <laughs> yeah, they're all like, and we'll live in a, and we'll have a, we'll have town meetings every day. And there's no, the school teacher. there's no real religion, but we will teach God and love and forgiveness. And then it's just the guy in the back, like the fucking, (laughs) the the hunter from Jaws, scratching the chalkboard. (laughs) What do you think about a fucking hog face? (laughs) Big ass red cloak, porcupine needles. What about kobolds? (laughs) And they're like, what? (laughs) Kobolds, they're like goblins, but more animal, feral. We in what in, in regard to what are you saying this? Well, we're kind of going with like an eighteen, <laughs> kind of go with like an eighteen hundreds aesthetic kind of thing. Oh, so we'll give them wool. We'll make the garbs wool. They like needed his. He he had like a missing piece. Or he like owned a lumber yard. And well, like, fine. We either do porcupine beasts or I'm not. Or my one eighth is going home. <laughs> we do need his land. <laughs> It's the he's the driveway. I guess we'll, I guess we'll do the fucking hog beasts <laughs> <laughs> and mustard cloaks. God damn, damn it. it! All right, Abe, you're getting out of control here. Yeah. Who is the director of photography on this? Roger Deakin. Russ. Did Race. you say Russ? Russ. What are you, what are you saying? I meant to say no, Roger. I was trying name. to say right, and it came out as Russ. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to correct him on that. Roger I, mean, I think it's Russ Deakins. Uh, Russ. <laughs> what? Russ Deacon's DPM ATK AFK Shyamalan. Yeah, we were LOL. laughing at the the beginning of why, so, and also like the producers sometimes too. I know it like really is just producer guild. Of oh America, yeah, Amy, but it's Amy like, Pascal Y2K. <laughs> Amy Pascal BYOB. Yeah. Cool. Kevin Feige BDSM. <laughs> <laughs> Big dick, small mouth. (laughs) Famously, famously, Tim's Tim's misunderstanding misunderstanding of of BDSM. BDSM. 
was that it stood it was for big <laughs> dick, small mouth. I mean, like, of course, well, of course, I mean, certainly that's it. true in some of them. Like, obviously, I, there's a sadomasochistic element to forcing something that's right. too large into something that's too small. Right. I, I'm, I'm not into it. I just thought, well, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how cameras work. Yeah, I have no idea how they work. It, it's this very mid two thousand style. I, my first impression when scene one, frame one comes up, I'm like, oh wow, movies look like shit in the two thousands. <laughs> That's just the way that I felt immediately. Just something about like the way that I all the colors pretty. are washed out and and the the actual. I mean, it might be Netflix. We have pretty good internet here. It seemed to be very consistently nice, but there seems to be like a granularity to it. Um, maybe it's shot on like digital. But, no, but like two thousands digital. Most squirtingly not. This was not? definitely not shot on digital. No, this would be film as hell. When did they start doing like? When did Red become the primary? I don't know. Digital Actually, thing? Not very long ago. Uh, yeah, I think we well, probably in high school. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Corpse yeah, yeah, Bride. I guess you're right. Yeah, <laughs> Corpse Bride, the first one. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember when they were like, "Yeah, we shot it on a DSLR," and I was like, "I have one of those." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it is funny that it's like you know, what's the bad color? How about red, you know? Yeah. The bad one. Sure. <laughs> you know, the, you know, like the angry color. What if that was the one they can't, we can't do. And also what was the point of that? Besides lore, like they're just a bunch of fucking nerds. They're sitting around and they're like, all right, so the beasts like, yeah, they, they like, uh, they don't like red. <laughs> they don't like red. It's the bad color. Well, it's just Which I guess them. cause it was blood. It was supposed to, it's like, cause it's a violent color. Well, it's the same guy. I don't like red. <laughs> what? Can't have no red. We were talking about roads. We were talking about where we're going to, how we're going to get in and out. That's fine. As long as there's no red. On any of them roads. All right, man. Okay, perfect. <laughs> we really need this guy's land. I don't know. Why. Uh, yeah, it's it's very dumb. This movie. It's, it's, it's not it's, dumb. No, I think it's, it's pretty dumb. dumb. I think it's pretty Listen, dumb. Listen, it is a very. I would never in a million years. I would pitch this to someone as that you need to watch. You need to go in to sit down and watch it as if it's a straight drama that's got a little bit of like spooky stuff to sure. it. There's a little bit of spookiness going on, but like you need to watch it as, because I think it's actually very functional in the sense of like, you know, the, the, the two falling in love. I, dude, I'm, I love the single shots in this movie. There's so many. I mean, they really, he truly like I, to his credit, as much as I feel like he's kind of lost it now, he seems, and maybe this was a film versus digital problem. And when, he was sim he similarly had an experience like a lot of classic classic quote unquote but like you know what would i say like traditional filmmakers or people who were coming up with the big ass bulky film cameras as soon as they didn't have to worry about that so much they're like and what about a punch in of the inside of the keyhole yeah and then we could do this one from you know behind his hair this piece of his hair and they're like why don't we just no but so in this movie, he's very much like, nah, we're going to just put the camera right here, right in next to their faces, and they're going to do this three-minute scene, and we're never going to cut one time. I like that stuff, and I think that sometimes I that- I do, too. I think, it can, I think it can be annoying. I think there's there's like a version of that where people, if you do it arbitrarily, it's- I think it can easily just feel pretentious. Yeah, I like think it, it, yeah. You can easily just feel like this person is just, they're acting, and would, that's fine, I guess. Totally. It's just not working for me. It does one. weave a spell, though, man. He He's- Again, it's like if you don't if you like it or you right. don't like it, he's doing the thing though. That's kind of what I was trying to say back to like I appreciate the the over dramaticness of sure. the movie. I guess suppose the slight melodrama. Yeah. I, I, I 
Because I kind of miss it in stuff. Because right. I feel like now when we get it, you could probably make an argument that like, you know, glass is kind of that way. Yeah. But there's something that feels glossy about it. It doesn't feel like melodrama in the but sense that- But it just feels, it feels so hazy. It feels yeah, like it feels you're, hazy. it feels like you're someone who's very smart and good at writing dialogue is like baked and just kind of like drifting off into their various different thoughts. Cause it's just, yeah, it was glass specifically. It's just like there's monologuing and, and he's trying to get at this thought, but it's like a little, I, I hesitate to use the word schizophrenic, but like, that's kind of the way that it feels. I think he's just mean it's unrefined. He's, he's, he's having a focus thing. I think he had clearer. I guess or yeah, maybe, focus is really maybe, what I'm trying to say. Like where he's putting the focus and it's like, we're going to, uh, we got this monologue here and then, and, uh, oh, but here's some cool stuff I also want you to see, but actually, um, and here's here, oh, but we got to do this fight. So here's this fight, but look, we're going to do it like with the it's security hard, cameras. It yeah. is very, it's hard. It, it is hard. And I just feel like I wish he had like a partner or something. You I know agree. What I, mean? I think he needs a bounce board now. Cause we were joking with glass where it was like, he, he hit the point where, you know, he was too, he was able to do whatever he wanted and then he like seemed like he understood that that was the problem. And when he did, when he was making stuff that people weren't responding to right. as well, that it was like, oh, I'm not being checked anymore. You know, I think you know what you know what I'm gonna do. Do it all myself now. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like the opposite of oh, I need to listen to some other people or maybe, you know, direct something someone else wrote or you know. Right. But I, listen, I respect him. I do. I always feel There's very some, weird. Something keeps bringing us back to him. I yeah. Know, he, I, he comes up a lot. He stayed in the cultural conversation. He's managed sure to did. like remain a director that people talk about. I don't know if anybody's like crazy about him. Night Shyamalan and them being their favorite director. But I think I he's think, too spotty to be anyone's fave. Yeah. But I think he, his he, name's still on the poster. It's always like a marketing beat. Yeah. That from director M. Night Shyamalan. And I reckon he's got, like I'm sure Sixth Sense or Unbreakable or probably Signs even is like someone's favorite, favorite movie. movie or at least yeah. in their top. So like he's, he's made, you know, definitely he's made good movies. It's, uh, I just, maybe I just feel strange of the, because the, the era that they came out in of like late nineties to aughts feels mm-hmm. so weird that anybody like has a classic favorite from that era. You yeah. know what I mean? It just feels like such like a strange but, era of film. Yeah. Uh, maybe I just don't appreciate it because I, I live through it. I, I know what you mean. And I do have, feel. I have a, it, it sits in a weird spot in my head. Right. It feels like modern, but not long enough. Or it feels long ago, but not long enough to be like super yeah. cool yet. There's a lot of shit. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, there's to, a lot of shit. To be frank, there was a lot of shit from like 2000 to yeah. 2006, 2007. Like a lot of just, you know, kind of lame garbage. And, um, but the nineties is just like a very unique yeah happening yeah there's a lot of cool cool stuff going on there i mean a lot of shit in the 90s too obviously but you just what was your point that they make there's a lot of shit no my (laughs) point a lot of garbage no my point is that like i I feel like there's a lot more big cultural significant classics out of the 90s than other 2000s i think that's true too up to the we're back to this moment of the you know the fraying the the the, the singularity when everything splashed out into a thousand directions, when right. there was still the single stream of pop culture of movies of the big movies that were out and everyone was feeding from the same little Guinea pig thing. Definitely. <laughs> but I think, called? well, but ironically, I, I think all this, the shit that like what makes the nineties so unique and what makes a lot of those movies is that they were drawing influence from things that weren't that they're drawing influence from things that were like indie cinema or foreign cinema or like something kind of maybe weird or offbeat, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like the Quentin Tarantino's of the world. Um, Who's that? Yeah, uh, some guy. Uh, and I'm not not trying to suck his dick, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> go on. But I would. Um, I mean, Only I don't think he's I'm... like a fantastic, amazing dude, but you know, they're they're pulling weird influence yeah. um, and, and like the revitalize the film industry, but then kind of like 
when that goes through the echo machine of we're going to try and do stuff like that guy that draws from mm. original influences now becomes like kind of like a weird, um, but it's always been version. that way though, either. That's a hard thing to point to yeah. because even the people who ebbs and flows forever and ever and ever ago, were making movies. People from the fifties were inspired it's just because we can communicate so differently now that like there has always been this weird ebb and flow of culture and, and movies sure. and, and, and entertainment coming in and out. But now it's just like, now it might not bounce back or what's it going to bounce back into because the way that we communicate but is it's entirely different than it was 10 years ago. It's still the singularity thing though too because that's what I think we, and I feel the same way about it, we still place certain things as more true original originals than they maybe even were when they came out but it's because it was when we were all still yeah. feeding from the same tube yeah i see what you mean you know what i'm saying like we're sure. like oh well that's the original that, those they were the like you know oh, yeah, now, like good bad and the yeah. ugly it's like you really think that's not the most derivative shit right in the and world now we're all time. inspired by that thing but that's because we were still it, you know yeah that's yeah that's we were true. all still staring at the same it is this the dumb guy logic Right where it's just like, oh, I'm not calling you I, dumb. No, 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 no. But I, I, where it's like the things that are the things that get fed back into like the mainstream cultural consciousness. Though, and there's people that have weird misplaced nostalgia, like, no, nah, Frank Sinatra, no, nah, that's the right. best singer of all time. It's like, you really think that? Do you really feel that way? Do you have yeah. do you have that much knowledge and insight to like have an opinion that strong? Right. There's never been someone as great as him, or or never will be. Oh, The Godfather, yeah. great movie. I know we're focusing on an Italian guy right now, but the, the, yeah, that, stop attacking. That me is too. the way that. <laughs> The way that people consume culture like that. Silly. Whatever. It was a cool conversation. Yeah, fuck everyone. Yeah. The village is cool. Fuck Italians, <laughs> primarily. The village is fine. Um, it says a fuck 44. Italians, primarily. The village, the village is, is fine. fine. <laughs> this is a 44% on uh, Rotten Tam. I don't because. think that's deserved. Yeah. This I would, be a, a this would probably be a decent Defenders. I'm going to defend it right now. Give it a fucking 70. Sure. <laughs> We also didn't talk about Bryce Dallas and the blindness thing, which is just strange. We, I think we did. They changed. I think we touched on it, yeah. yeah the, she starts out not very blind, <laughs> kind of just being, and then as the movie goes on, not, and it, which could, you could read it as a thematic thing, but it's not done deftly enough. I could see his reverse engineering though, man, because he's thinking when, when all the pieces of this are coming together and he needs to get someone out, I'm sure there was this level of like, well, how could someone ever leave and then not come back and immediately tell everyone that sure. they live in the future? Like, oh, what if she's blind? Right. And then she gets scared by the car and the guy doesn't answer her. Right. <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> I, uh, I farted. <laughs> Sorry. From the woods? That's where you're from? In there? Whoa, yeah. whoa, lady. Hang on. Hang on. You're telling me. Whoa. That you live in the woods? <laughs> Sir, I need medicine. But just let me get this straight. I'm Among just, the trees? For one second here. What, do you live in a tree? We got a damn Ewok over here. You eat sticks? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, please. My please friend is me. dying. I just want to make sure I'm understanding <laughs> you right. What, do you sleep in dirt? <laughs> The woods. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny that we did the village instead of like. <laughs> um, I do, do a couple things comparable. We are we gonna on? are we gonna play games? Yeah, we are gonna play games. Uh, we're gonna do predict me predictive, predictive text, text music review. Movie review. <laughs> this is where. We're, oh, actually, we guess we should do sequel writer for the village too. All right, that's um, great. Let's this do is that. where we take the name but, of the film. But the first village. of all, Tim. <laughs> We, you're talking predictive text has nothing to do it's never sequel add sequel writer yes it is predictive text sequel writer no you're right predictive <laughs> text movie review 
I don't know how I keep fucking like this up. Three times now. It makes me think we're so again like, toast. Is, is this you? <laughs> oh, shit. Is this your brain trying to tell you that that's a good idea? Sure. Predictive text. Should sequel we? Writer? Should we do it? Yeah. Why predictive not? text sequel writer. Let's do it right now. The village. The village two. On uh, using your phone's predictive text, build a sequel to the film The Village. Put it in your phone. Did you do one, Nick? Okay. Oh, that's okay. We'll, we'll read it. Finish up. All right. So, three headed sequel writer for The Village 2. No, predictive text. Predictive text. Sequel writer. Sequel writer for <laughs> The Village 2 is the dream. Yes, please do it for me. Please. Oh my God. The way you. F- is the way you feel about it right? Yes, please call him and ask him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun. Uh. Mine um, didn't do anything story-wise. I, I couldn't make that happen. I've got a village two. Bad news, folks. <laughs> the planet is dying from the moon. <laughs> Whoa! And are I you need serious? The, and I need the sun to be the moon. <laughs> Dude, was your phone listening to <laughs> I don't, us? I have no idea. I guess it's pretty good. Holy fuck! Oh, we got Nick's. All right, I'm that's gonna a read pretty Nick's good sequel, like, man. That's that's so insane. The village two. And the uh, the kids will be in town and would love to have a drink with us. <laughs> All right. There it is. The so they get thing. out. In yeah, your yeah. sequel, they don't live there anymore. Oh, let's get drinks. <laughs> Wait, they have beer out there? <laughs> the fuck? Heard of beer. That's good. Um, I guess right. we don't. We, do, do we, we don't We're going to do two headed. Are we? Critic on Village. Yes, okay. right now. Two headed predict text movie critic. <laughs> 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 I don't know how this is possible. Steam. I was gonna say you're probably just tired, but you napped for like four hours. That seems well, to be the problem. True. That's not true. Yeah. It wasn't that long. Um, okay, go pick a word. All right, the one true God <laughs> is above ground and wearing a red cloak. He thinks I am sleeping, but guess again, bitch. (laughs) I am holding my loaded pistol and you motherfucking red cloaked bitch ass. God, <laughs> better not fuck my <laughs> livestock. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I was keeping track. Michael is in here now. Predictive. No, no, no. It's okay. I think predictive text. I think it's. I mean, the one true God lives above ground, and he's wearing a red cloak, and he thinks I'm asleep. But guess again, again, bitch. bitch. I'm I'm holding my loaded pistol. (laughs) What is it? I'm never sleeping. I'm holding my loaded pistol, and you motherfucking better not. You motherfucking bitch ass God (laughs) better not fuck my livestock. Uh, the farmer's prayer. <laughs> and now we may eat our dirty potatoes. 
That's what they said. They just all, grace. every time they were eating, yeah. <coughs> oh, oh man. thank you for this bounty. <laughs> of filthy, filthy potatoes <laughs> and hot air. <laughs> oh, good. Fuck, man. That's fun. Um, and, and we're going to read some of the best predictive text for Lion King. So sorry we did not do oh, yeah. We <laughs> have a lot of good submissions in the Discord. If you check right. out the Discord, go to our Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash reasonablebeef. Link's right there. Click and join. It's good. Uh, Sarah S. says, the Lion King didn't matter. I'm so sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, A.V. Orwell says, the Lion King of England was a fucking man. <laughs> Good. I dare not meet the Lion King of England. <laughs> uh, Karin, Elizabeth, the Lion King Jr. or something like that, but it isn't working for me and my mom is going to be in touch. <laughs> Just an email to John Favreau. Sure. When a business deal yeah. goes wrong, look, you'll hear from my mother. Uh, PK Smash says the Lion King is in fact the most vivid way to contact the police. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, these are good. Yeah. I've been locked in there for four years. Uh, luckily, a 70 millimeter reel of the Lion King had wheeled into the house and I projected it onto the street. The copyright police were there instantaneously. Yeah, Disney's, probably, that is true. If you're ever like trapped, if you're ever like stuck in someone's basement yeah, who's going to like murder just you. violate Disney's yeah. copyright. Just post a clip from Aladdin on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> They'll show up. Good. Um... Oh, and I, I do have a, okay, we have a quick announcement regarding the Patreon stuff. So we uh, have been doing the weekly bonus episodes and fuck guys, it's, it's, it's uh, a lot. It's yeah. a lot. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, there's going to be two Patreon tiers now. There's going to be the usual pay what you want, do whatever the hell, it's fine. And you're going to get access to uh, a monthly bonus where we have one, which is just unlocked in the RSS so that's feed. what we were doing. Uh, and then there's like a $5 tier where $5 and anything above gives you access to all four. So that's just, that's the way we're going to do it. That's the way we're going to split yeah. it for having it make sense so that I keep paying producer. Uh, yeah, we're doing it a lot. We're really, yeah. like, we're truly, we're out like, here. We're doing sitting it. in. And you guys are responding to it. It's good. The community's yeah, growing. Everyone's liking it. It's a good feeling. Makes me feel good. Um, so if you want to do that, no. you know, you're not, nothing's changing if we weren't doing these <laughs> like months ago. So you're getting nothing for your money. Um, uh, now you're getting something and maybe a little bit more if you give more. So that's just the way it is. Cool. Um, that's a www.patreon.com slash reasonable beef. Uh, oh fuck. Now I got to change what I say. Give what you can. Any amount of money gives you access to one episode. $5 gives you access to the whole breadth of the bonus beef. Um, please. so there's four, right? Yeah. There'll be four a month. It's four a month. The bonus, the same pay as you want is nothing changed. Yes. Nothing's changed at all. It's, it's all going to be on the same, or there might be a different feed now. I think it's yeah. just for the different Patreon tier. But other than that, uh, that's all. If you have any questions, Thank go to the guys. Discord, the, which you can find the link in our Twitter, um, twitter.com slash reasonable beef. Go check it out. Have fun. Give me a kiss. 